Eat Drink DFW from the Dallas Morning News is made possible by Central Market. Hey, North Texas food fans, welcome to Eat Drink DFW from the Dallas Morning News. Each week we dish on the local restaurant scene, food and drink trends, cooking and shopping tips, and unpack everything that makes North Texas one of the most vibrant, diverse, and ambitious food scenes in the country. I'm your host, food editor Aaron Bookie, and this week we'll get our drink on with a refreshing horchata tasting, and also discuss what makes Dallas the donut capital of the country. It all gets started right after this. Central Market is really into food. Like fish flown in so fresh it still has jet lag into food. Our sourdough starter has been around since grunge was a thing into food. We're talking more prime cuts than a greatest hits album into food. Central Market is really into food. If you are too, then we're the HQ for you. Whether you're a make every recipe in the cookbook foodie or a my favorite recipe is reheat type who just digs the delectable, no place makes every day more delicious like Central Market. Really into food. Shop now at centralmarket.com. Welcome back, everyone. Be sure to go to dallasnews.com slash food for information on our show and lots of food and drink stories. And you can always share your thoughts with us at eatdrink at dallasnews.com. Also, if you're a fan of the Eat Drink DFW podcast, please do us a favor and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us as well so you'll always know about new episodes. Later on, we'll be tasting some horchata drinks from Oak Cliff Shop Coco Andre. But first, we're diving into donuts with writers Sarah Blaskovich, Claire Baller, and Imelda Garcia. The Washington Post recently published an analysis of donut diversity in the United States, and I was shocked to see that Big D was named a top sweet spot. Our breaking news reporter, Sarah Bahari, recapped it. She wrote, for density, Dallas comes just behind East Coast powerhouses like Boston and Hartford, Connecticut. Mm. Um, I didn't know about Hartford either. But. Yeah. So Dallas is home to at least one shop representing each of the five biggest donut brands in the country. So that's Dunkin', Daylight Donuts, Krispy Kreme, Shipley, and Donut Palace. But Dallas also has a lot of homegrown craft donuts. And I think that was partly where our area excels, which I was proud to see. So how do we feel about donuts? A few years ago, I work at a donut shop. And in a lot of these little business are from Korean people. What I learned from my then boss was that they immigrate to this country and they help one another get to a new business. And that's why they are like a lot of them. I think that's true. Like one of my favorite donut shops is Detour Donuts in Frisco, owned by Jenny Cho. And she's told her story to us before about how she actually grew up in a local donut shop because her parents were Korean immigrants and they owned a donut shop. But it was your basic glazed and cake donuts. And she wanted to do something different. So instead of taking over her parents' business, she opened her own with all of the craft, interesting, creative flavors, special coffee, things like that. If I'm going to eat a donut, it's one of these quote unquote artisanal donuts. And I'm sorry to do the artisanal word because that's annoying, but it was a word that we used even in news stories to describe a fancy donut with all the stuff on it with an interesting filling maybe, or with a frosting that you wouldn't think would typically be on a donut with candies and cookies and homemade other treats, you know, sprinkled atop. Hypnotic Donuts, to me, was kind of one of the grandfathers of the fancy donut in DFW. And I remember going there and waiting in a long line on the weekends for years at the beginning of its time here in Dallas. And I thought that was really fun because, as we all know, I really like food hype. If a group of people is interested in a thing, I want to try to understand it. And I'll stand in line with the best of them. Now, if not for a crazy donut covered with all kinds of cookies and candies and interesting frostings, I'm not a huge donut fan. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's, Julie just booed. I mean, you know, if they're at a birthday party, of course I'll eat one. You know, if they're on the counter at work and they look good, I'm going to try that. So don't get it twisted. It's not like I won't eat a donut, but it is not my breakfast thing of choice because a glazed donut or a cake donut both do not have enough going on for me. This is the same reason why I don't eat bread with butter on it. So it's not like the texture or the flavor or the no, dough it, itself. It's just like not interesting enough. It's, yeah. That said, if we're talking about our favorites, I think everybody's favorite donut shop is the one in the shopping center by their house. Correct. Like if you talk to anybody and you're like, have you ever been to blank? Mine is Cafe Donut in East Dallas. And I would say, have you ever been to Cafe Donut? And the person would say to me almost verbatim, no, but I live by Donut 101 and that is the best glazed donut I've ever had. And then the next person will say, but the people at the one at the intersection of A and B are so wonderful. They know my kids by name and they know that little Sheila wants a pink frosted donut every time. And so I think there is something special about donut shops because there are so many of them and you think yours is the best one. Yeah, I love that. I think that is so true about how it's about the people and you get to know them and they get to know you and that's what makes a place special. I think this is where I share that I also don't really like donuts. Oh my gosh. I see you, Claire. Yeah. They just don't really do it for me. There are sweet things that I would rather eat instead. And I've also shared this before. I'm not a sweet breakfast person. Also, I think I've just had a lot of sad kind of stale donuts in my day, which maybe that kind of ruined it for me. If I am going to have a donut, I would prefer a cake donut over a regular donut, specifically a chocolate cake donut. I like hypnotic when I do have the occasional donut. And then there's this donut shop on Ferguson in East Dallas, and it's just called Donut singular donut. And I went in there a few months ago. I was like, I have to go in this place. I just need to know more. And I had a great cake donut. A single donut. A single donut. Yeah. The one by my house is called Donuts. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh is that spelled? Nuts with an S. Yes. So Love that. that. What about all these new flavors like uh, maple with bacon or... I'm into it, Amelda. I think yeah. if you're going to do it, let's do it. Yeah. And see, I'm kind of the opposite. Like I don't like all the extra stuff on it or like fillings and stuff. I usually I prefer a cake donut, but I really like just the simple, you know, with the little crispy outside and really hot and fresh and kind of like semi gooey on the inside. I really like just the basic ones. And saying that like detour donuts, even though they have all of those artisanal flavors and all of the extra, like they will pile stuff on top of donuts. Oh yeah. A foot high. The best thing I've had there are like the little mini apple fritters. Oh yeah. Those are good. And because they're small, you get more of the like surface area and the buttery outside and I could eat a whole bag of those. Can we all agree that like a donut hole or the mini fritter, these are the best variety of anything like tiny little donut where yes. you can eat seven of them. Like that's the size of a donut, right. but for some reason, the surface area is perfect because you get all the glazy around a donut hole. One of my family members is a Dunkin' Coffee fan, which we won't get deeply into. But if you're listening and you're one of those, you've been seen by my husband and my kids like the little what are the little donut holes called? Munchkins? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yes. The pumpkin munchkins from Duncan in the fall are so delicious. You should say that three times. Pumpkin fast. munchkins, pumpkin <laughs> munchkins, pumpkin munchkins. <laughs> During most of this, Julie has been violently shaking her head. So Julie, can you join us, please? I just have really profound feelings about donuts, even though I'm like Sarah and Claire that I don't eat them very much. They just seem to have such an impact on my life. And I, when I was very young, my first radio job in Augusta, Georgia, there was a man every morning, seven o'clock, he would bring in boxes of hot donuts and they were so hot and fresh, like they would melt in your mouth. They were just heavenly. Yeah. And they definitely have to be hot hot and fresh. 
Because I think we've all had way too many like three-day-old stale newsroom donuts. Yeah, okay. I think part of my problem is that I've had so many donut experiences where they were donuts that were lovingly and thoughtfully brought into the newsroom. (laughs) And then donuts are one of those things where people are like, oh, well, I just, I don't want a whole one. I just want some. So then by the time you make it over to the donut box, they are like several hour old donuts that have been cut into like nine pieces and they're like smashed and you don't know how many people have been touching them. And so Imelda, what, what is your favorite kind of donut? They are too sweet and then they are like all fried. It's like a, wow, it's, it's a lot. If I have to choose maybe the maple one, yeah. We don't need to get in the weeds on this, but we all do like the tiny little smoky wrapped in the buttery roll at the donut shop, right? I mean, to me that they call them kolaches, but we all know they're not sausage. Actually, what do you call them? Pig in a blanket. Klobosniks. Well, all of these. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the donut they shops the might call them kolaches, but they're, yeah. they're sausage not. Sausage rolls. Yeah. Like a sausage roll. Sure. Yes. Um, a box of those delivered to me on like a morning would be heaven. More, be, Way better than a box of donuts. And my birthday is next week. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Just an idea. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. To read more about Dallas and donuts, go to dallasnews.com slash food. Coming up next, we'll sip on what we're calling the Dallas drink of the summer. That's right after this. Central Market is really into food. Like when we say cheese, it's in 12 languages into food. Butchers, bakers, and sushi roll makers into food. We're talking so obsessive about quality you can shop blindfolded into food. Central Market is really into food. If you are too, then let us turn your shopping list into a treasure map. Get inspired, get adventurous, or just get a chef-made dinner when you've got more taste buds than time. No place makes every meal more amazing like Central Market. Really into food. Shop now at centralmarket.com. Welcome back, everyone. Imelda recently wrote about Oak Cliff Shop Coco Andre Chocolatier and how they make horchata from scratch. And they also mix it up with surprising flavors like mango and matcha. Imelda, can you tell us a little bit about what horchata is and also its Mexican origins? Summer is coming, right? And immediately we feel the heat and we are craving for refreshing drinks. Horchata, it's a very, very traditional drink in Mexico. I mean, if you claim yourself to be a Mexican, you know what horchata is because this is in every home in Mexico. It has a really good story because when the Spanish came to the Nueva España, to Mexico, like five centuries ago, they bring this preparation to make agua fresca. Then in Mexico, where rice was like very common, they use this to make this horchata. So it's a very, very ancient tradition in Mexico. Horchata is a drink made from rice, cinnamon, and sugar. And then here in Dallas, there's this horchateria, Coco Andre, and they are making this horchata with a little twist. They mix it with some flavors, natural flavors. Andrea Pedraza, it's making it every day there from scratch. So Imelda, you brought um, kind of an original horchata and then some with flavors that we're going to taste today? That's correct. So I bring for you the traditional one, the original, some mocha pecan with coffee, the Carlota that is with lemon. Yum. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so fun. <laughs> I know. I I've it. never heard of one with <laughs> lemon. It's really delicious. Does anyone in your family, Imelda, make horchata at home? Yes, but not from scratch because it's difficult. I mean, you have to uh, leave the rice for one night in water with cinnamon. So it's like a complicated recipe, but you can buy like a ready mix, but it's not the same. I mean, this one is from scratch. So let's try the first one that is the traditional one. This is the base for the other flavors. I've been drinking this for the last couple of minutes while Imelda (laughs) has been talking. That's my confession. Mm. 
It's so just good. delicious, like so smooth. You know what it reminds me of is it tastes to me like the beginning of summer when I was a kid because we weren't allowed sugary cereal during the school year and we would get one box of cereal when school ended and mine was always Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I would have a big bowl full of it, sometimes more than one because I just loved it so much and then you would drink the milk in the bottom. This tastes like a such better version of Cinnamon Toast Crunch milk in the bottom, which is Oh, such a happy memory from being like eight years old and just finishing, I don't know, what is that, second grade? I was just going to say that it tastes like cereal milk, specifically Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Crunch. the world's best cereal. Oh, wow. I was going to say it's like, it's like the summer version of eggnog. (laughs) Like it's, it's totally, it's festive and kind of warming, but refreshing and light. Yes. Okay, what's next, Amelda? So the next one is called Carlota. It's made with traditional cookies that we have in Mexico, Galletas Marias. It's zesty. Oh, it's thicker too. Ooh. Oh, it's like, um, it's kind of key lime pie esque. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's like the custard of a key lime pie. Yes. That's so right. Before Claire. it's baked. I don't know if I can drink a lot of that lime one, though. I know. I'm like, I'm ready to lay down. Okay, what's next, Imelda? Okay, so this is pecan. This is very Texan, right? Because pecans are everywhere. Oh, I can definitely smell the pecan. It smells like pecan pie. Oh, this one would be perfect for the holidays. Yeah, this is good, right? Mm. It's, um, Needs bourbon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Julie was thinking it. It would be good in a mixed drink. We're just your happy hour sisters over here. <laughs> I was actually thinking this would be a good like coffee creamer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be good on ice cream. It kind of tastes like a melted ice cream. Yeah, it mm-hmm. tastes like pecan pralines and cream. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a fave in our house. Yeah, and this is all natural. I mean, the rice, the pecans, everything. And this is something that you don't see in Mexico, actually, this it's flavored with the horchata. It's like, what? <laughs> That's so interesting because it seems like such a natural pairing, at least these ones that we've tried. The next one is mazapan. So kind of almondy. Whoa. I don't have a relationship with mazapan. Oh, really? No. You have to. This, I will introduce you to it. I mean, I've I've seen the SNL skit. <laughs> <laughs> this smells like peanut butter. Mm-hmm. This one is peanut. We have this peanut candy. It's called mazapan. So this is like peanut butter milk. That's yeah. what it tastes like. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. I love it. Oh, There's like delicious. a bit of a Butterfinger mm. essence here. And this is the cereal milk you have after you eat Cap'n Crunch? No. no. Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs? Mm. Is that uh-huh. is that a yeah. cereal? We're al- we were not allowed to have that one. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, next one is mocha horchata. So it's like real deal chocolate then. Oh, and this one has coffee in it? Espresso and chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Keep wow. me away from this thing. <laughs> Y'all like that one? You know what's nice is that it's so much lighter than drinking a milk-based drink like this. Like if you yeah. went to Starbucks and got a mocha, mm-hmm. it would be way heavier than this. But I don't know if I would drink that whole bottle in like one sitting. Yeah, that's, that's a morning bev for sure. I don't know that I could drink any of these the whole, the whole <laughs> yes, thing. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I like this one though. I like yeah. espresso. So the espresso comes through well in this. <laughs> Wait, what is this one? We're on the next one? Yeah. This is coffee and horchata without the chocolate. Okay, so the coffee one oh, yeah. so actually this. smells a little bit less like coffee to me than the mocha. Yeah, it smells like my mom's cup of coffee in the morning, you know, like coffee with some milk in it. Mm-hmm. And the other smelled like espresso. Yeah. Yeah, this is a calmer coffee. Do you think, Erin, do you think that you could get closer to drinking a full bottle of this than the mocha? Maybe. It's still very rich. 
It's I still, could totally drink rich. a whole cup of that. Yeah. It's yummy. It's good. That, it tastes like iced coffee with yeah. some yeah. sugar in it. I feel like, yeah, you pour this on ice. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's your... what I would do. Pour it on yeah. ice so it gets like a little more watered down mm-hmm. and not as strong. I do think as we've gone along, we've lost a lot of the horchata mm-hmm. elements here, like the specialness of that like soaked rice water with cinnamon. And these last two to me taste like coffee drinks with some stuff in them. And the pecan, for instance, was very clearly a horchata drink. Because you still get that cinnamon coming through, which I yeah. think is key. And there's something so comforting about cinnamon, I think, in drinks. It We'd said several times it reminds us of the holidays. I mean, obviously, we're going to drink these in summer, too. But it, there's something comforting about all of these, maybe because of that cinnamon. And you know what? With all the bottled beverage and everything that has a lot of preservatives and everything, this one is like a very good option this summer. So that's why we are saying that this is going to be the drink of this summer in Dallas. So Imelda, where can people pick up this horchata? You will find this horchata in Coco Andre Chocolatery and Horchateria in 508 West 7th Street in Dallas, in the heart of Oak Cliff. And you will spend like from $5 to $7, and it's going to be very refreshing in this summer. I'm going to go get some. I love it. Thanks, everyone. Check out dallasnews.com slash food for more horchata. Her charter. Her charter. Her charter. Sounds like you're Okay, take two. Horchata. And that's all the time we have for Eat Drink DFW this week. Thank you all for joining, and I hope we've made you hungry for more. We also want to hear from you, so share your food thoughts, favorite restaurants, or tasty recipes with us at eatdrink at dallasnews.com. The show is produced by Julie Fisk. To stay up to date on every episode of the show and hear more from our newsroom, just follow the Dallas Morning News wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you hear, please rate the show and give us a good review. Find links to everything we do at dallasnews.com slash listen. You'll also find a special membership offer there just for listeners. For the news, I'm Erin Bookie. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Eat, drink, DFW from the Dallas Morning News is made possible by Central Market.